this conversation that I had with this medium, I was thinking, I really want to change my energy in some ways from less fear into more trust, mm-hmm. less drudgery to lighter. We're all in charge of the, our energy. I don't think we think about it. I always say people think more about their underwear than their energy. <laughs> I, I really recommend that people take really charge of their energy and say, okay, these are the things that I want to do and just go forward and with more trust. Hi, welcome to the Soul Streaker podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Jake. Are you ready to feel all lit up and excited like you just ran through a field naked? I am. So drop that baggage and let your soul go streaking. Do you ever think about your energy? Do you ever think about the spiritual vibes that you're putting out into the field? What is your spiritual reputation? Is it something that you're happy with? Is there something that you'd like to change? Do you feel fear all day? Do you feel anxiety all day? Do you feel anger all day? Are you high vibe and happy and full of love all day? What is your spiritual reputation? What are some things that you might want to do to change it? If you haven't given any thought to this, or you have given thought to this, and you don't know what to do to change it, you are going to love this episode of the Soul Streaker podcast, and you are going to love listening to me recanting what happened when I met with the medium. Megan and I have an amazing conversation about our energy, what we're putting out there, how you can change it, because what you put out there gets reflected right back to you. Sending everyone love and high vibes, and I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did making it. Hey, Megan, how are you? I am great, Jenna. I'm I'm one year older since I saw you. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you how old you were. Now this is on the podcast. You don't have to answer. I forgot to ask you that, but happy birthday. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Good. I'm a wise woman and I feel like I've been around the block a couple of times, but I still feel very young at the same time. A friend of mine, uh, her birthday is the day before mine. She's uh, five years older than me. She said, I thought I'd be more grown up when I was a grown up. I just thought it was so funny because we never feel as old as our age. No, it's true. When you're younger, you oh you want to be grown up. Now that my daughter's a teen, she's realizing, oh no, not so fast. I don't want to grow up. I'm a <laughs> I'm like, yeah, growing up, the bright side is you get to do whatever you want. But the kicker is that you have so much responsibility. That's what you're focused on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Adulting. Yeah. yeah. And being young at heart. Mm-hmm. My grandma said every age is a good age. And just go with that. My grandma said. You are now what how did it go? Let's see. You are oh man, off to come back to it. I totally lost it. She Grammy would be so upset. This was like her thing that she said. <laughs> but it was like you're you're only as old as you feel or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Age is only a number, I think my other grandmother used to say. Mm-hmm. It was funny. My grandmother, she said one time, she goes, The minute I saw your face, I knew it was you. Yeah. Speaking of grandparents, I had the 
honor of spending an hour with a medium. There's a place in New York State called Lilydale. There's a lot of mediums in Lilydale. I had an hour with a woman named Willa White, and she was amazing. This was on Zoom. She, oh, you're kidding. Yeah. And right away, spirit, we'll call it, came through, uncles and grandparents. It's amazing. She was telling me that my grandparents are watching me. And it's interesting. The grandparents that were happy in life, when, when I'm happy and light, or they're trying to make my life happy and light, or, or when I'm dancing, my grandmother that liked the music, that's how they connect with you, which is so interesting. I'm starting to wonder, is it the soul of the person that actually lived? Or is it when you cross, you're out of form. So now you're really everything. So it's almost like intelligence or spirit is one thing but they're communicating as if they were that spirit because it's really one in the same. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not the actual spirit of the person. That's what I'm starting to wonder. Hmm. That is really, they speak all languages, spirits, spirit, right? So they're going to come. And I don't know the answer to this as how I'm going to recognize it. That's how it's going to show up. It was that the actual spirit, Or maybe it's just one and the same. Gosh, I just don't know. How does a medium even know know, what to say? But it's really all amazing. It's really amazing. She knew the thoughts I've been thinking. Oh, you worried about this? Or you've been thinking about that? Or I haven't been sleeping well. And she goes, and I, I know you haven't been sleeping. She goes, you have sleep homework. I had changed the way I was meditating. She knew that. She goes, you started going into a different type of meditation. Details like this. How does she know this? I never told her. It was really interesting and really comforting on some level, I will say. For sure. Tell me, what is a medium exactly for people who may not know? A medium is someone that talks to spirit. Mostly it's people that have crossed over. They get a sense of people that have crossed over. Sometimes they hear them. Sometimes they see symbols. She was saying, oh, it was one of my grandmother's was talking to her. She goes, I see a symbol for mother. So I don't know what the symbol for mother is or is to her, but she knew it was a mother type to me. Mm -hmm. There's some really good mediums like Teresa Caputo and uh, Tyler Henry seems to be a good medium. Willa White was great. It was a great hour that I spent with her. She did a lot of telling me they want you to know this and they want you to know that you need to have a better relationship with this person. Oh my God. Okay. It was just really interesting. How did you know that I didn't have a great relationship with that person? Eh. (laughs) It sounds like I was going to ask if she gave you or your spirit guides gave you advice. So they did give you some advice and you said homework. They gave me sleep homework because they knew I hadn't been sleeping well. Basically, they said, don't worry, be happy. The people spend a lot of time in their thought forms, in their brain churning valuable energy. I I do this all the time and I'm trying to learn not to churn. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? So letting things go and not going, okay, something's happening and right away get into worry, even though I may not need to worry. That's what my personality has been. Just anything that could go wrong could go wrong. I will worry completely neurose about it, even though there's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. 
And that's my brain, not to spend a lot of time and thought to really be able to use your brain as a tool for you and not something that runs you. That's really what I'm working on in this part of my life. Yes. I Yeah. Not complaining, not spending a lot of time repeating stories and things like that. The other day I listened to Glennon Doyle's podcast, which I don't do very often, but her guest was Martha Beck. You got to listen to that one. We'll have to put a link in the show notes. I listened twice because I felt like there were so many truth bombs, but one thing she did bring up was that quote, which is not from her. Somebody said it, some wise person where the mind is a wonderful servant, but a horrible master. Yes. I've heard that. Yeah. It's so true. It is so true. It got up in our heads and we don't want our ego or inner critic to take the wheel. She also mentioned that there's more neurons going. Let me see here. Now, how did that go? more neurons going from the heart to the brain than there are from the brain to the heart. So your heart and your body are a whole nother operating system that probably straddles the spiritual world. It was funny because when my relatives came through, they were coming through more in light when I was dancing and happy. That's how they connect to you. That's what she was saying. That's why it feels so good to be in love, right? Because People are using that person to feel how it feels to be in spirit. That's Mm -hmm. when Wayne Dyer says, when you're inspired, you're in spirit. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes. Do you know, Jenna, I was having such a hard time sleeping last night and I asked my subconscious, what are you trying to tell me? Why are you keeping me awake? And it just said, have fun. Just kept reminding me because I'm really, I'm thinking a lot Yeah. recently. Just have fun. Just remember to have fun. Have a party. (laughs) We really are here to experience joy and learn life lessons and Mm -hmm. not to be all ratcheted up all the time. That's not why we're here. Ratchet it up. No way. You got to ratchet down. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about Martha Beck. I've heard the name. Who is she? Oh my goodness, golly. I do not have her biography at my fingertips, but if I were to take a guess, I think she is Oprah Winfrey's spiritual advisor. Get out. Well, what intrigued you? Because you said, I listened to the podcast because Martha Beck was her guest. So what intrigued you about Martha Beck to listen to the podcast? Because she's Oprah's spiritual advisor (laughs) and Oprah's badass and very spiritual. I don't know. I guess the title had something to do with joy. And Um, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah, that's so funny because I was looking for a spiritual director and I um, still am. So if anybody out there is a spiritual director or has a good spiritual director, hit me up. What do you mean by spiritual director? But what does Oprah do? I like the idea of Carolyn Meese is spiritual director because she talks about her archetypes and goes into, we all have mostly 12 archetypes, probably more, but we all have the prostitute, the child, the saboteur and the victim. 
So if we get into that, like from a Carolyn Me standpoint, how is my child working for me, not working for me, that kind of thing. It's almost like therapy, but through a spiritual lens. That's how I would want to do it. Okay. That's what I'm curious how Oprah's doing it. Why does Oprah have a spiritual director? Yeah. Somebody to help you, not so much a life coach, but a spiritual coach or a wisdom yeah. coach or understanding and embracing yourself. You want to know something? I would be a pretty good spiritual advisor at this point. I know. I think I'm getting there. It just hit me like, that'd be a great job for me. Any fears that I have or things I'm going through in my life, not going, okay, I'm afraid of this, or this makes me nervous. But from a spiritual standpoint, what's going on? This fear is manifested or it's come physically forth. What life lessons do I have to learn? Is this a lesson of trust? How can I bring more trust to me? When I was talking to the medium, she really had a, a handle on the people around me that are living their energy. She was explaining them to me, but almost like she was imitating them. I was really able to connect with her and visit with her and listen from an energy standpoint, because that's the way she was describing the people. As I'm re-listening to this recording of this conversation that I had with this medium, I was thinking, I really want to change my energy in some ways from less fear into more trust. Mm -hmm. less drudgery to lighter. We're all in charge of our energy. I don't think we think about it. I always say people think more about their underwear than their energy. (laughs) I I really recommend that people take really charge of their energy and say, okay, these are the things that I want to do and just go forward. And with more trust, that's where meditation comes in. I will say that doing the chanting versus just sitting quietly. I'm a ruminator. It gets that nervous energy out of my body. It quiets my mind. So intuition can come in. That's important. Yeah. I really feel committed to changing my energy. Changing the things I ruminate on, changing what I think about, changing the people in my life, my diet, all of that's connected to your energy. When you think about it, everything mm-hmm. you're eating, everybody around you, or your circumstances. Yeah. That like blows your my mind when I think about it. Like, like <laughs> my mind just went, wow. <laughs> Do you know, Jenna, I'm like, why does it have to be such a process? It's such a long process to do this, but it's worth it. You know, but you really um to be consistent with it and intentional yeah. and passionate about it. <laughs> Abraham Hicks says we needed that contrast. A contrast is always competing, competing. So mm-hmm. it needs to definitely be a practice, but I don't think people even realize how powerful they are, that they are God. To say, I am God, it sounds so arrogant. Mm-hmm. When you say it as I am part of everything, we're all interconnected, then it doesn't sound so arrogant. Right. Yeah. My friend and I saw this big beehive. We were on a walk today and we got into a whole conversation about bees. My friend, I'll call him Google because he literally knows everything about everything. (laughs) We were talking about how the bees, everyone's got their job and there's one goes to get food and this one's making the cells and then they make honey and the queen bees decides everything, all this interconnection, how they self-sustain, how they pollinate all the flowers and everything. It's crazy what they do. They're a miracle and they're bees. So can you imagine people? 
Yeah. Yes. Do you know, to me, that reminds me of what I trip out on is for centuries, for thousands of years, you could be the person who washes the laundry. Are you going to be worrying about stuff and upset about things? Or are you going to be the person who brings joy, who, who lives with joy and brings joy to others? Always like being light. And I think about that often. We have a choice in just our small place in history. We have a choice to be joyful. That joy has a rippling effect. It pollinates everybody else. Yes, that joy. Right. So are you going to be an angry bee or are you going to be a joyful bee? True. And that's really your legacy because my grandparents, my grandmother died early 2000, her light, her life, all of that. I remember that's what I remember about her, her energy, her essence. That is your legacy. Mm -hmm. That's what I remember. That's what stays with me. Spirit was saying when I'm dancing and she loved music and I'm dancing with the music, that's when she connects with me, when I'm in my highest place. Yes. So have you been? So now I'm calling her out going, okay, grandma, come on, let's bring it, bring it. Yeah. I'm calling her to come join me. Yes. Yes. Cool. You know, and I think spirit is constantly talking to us and, and even the medium said, she goes, people aren't paying attention. That's trying to constantly get our attention. We are not paying attention because we're not expecting it to happen. How can you get into a place where you can listen? I think people need quiet, not constant distraction. They need to expect it. Expect miracles, people. I think it's a famous bumper sticker, right? Expect miracles and be grateful for what you're getting. Because I asked the same question because she knew that I got downloads. And I said, how do I get more downloads? She said, be grateful for the downloads you're getting and say, I am ready for the next download. Yes. This podcast is the next download, this conversation. I feel like it is. I wrote down a bunch of notes. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. I call that opening your receiving hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. You consciously have to say, I'm ready. I'm opening up my receiving hole because otherwise the universe is like, mm, no, not going to fit. Okay. On to the next. Yes. Things go on to the next. Elizabeth Gilbert. Big magic. She was one of the books you read this year. Yeah. She, you get that idea. It goes in motion and someone else will take it if you don't. Yeah. Cause it's out there for the taking it's out there. For, it's ready to be born. It's ready to come into form. Wayne Dyer says you don't invent anything new. It's just all out there, all the particles. And we just change the form. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's all here for us. Any miracle, anything you want to manifest is all here for us. We just need to know it is and create that. You know, almost like it's almost like the seed it has the instructions for the plant. We have to give it the instructions to come into this form. Hmm. Okay. You know, Jenna, I'm thinking about what you're saying and I am trying to manifest something right now. And I'm, I feel like my head is trying to figure it out. I've got a couple ideas, but I think it's a matter of choosing which one or you know, feeling out what feels most aligned. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if you have any advice for that when you're not quite sure which manifestation to pick. I have that all the time. Do I want to manifest the dog, the career? Is it kind of like that? Cause that's what I 
think about all the different things I want to manifest. I guess it's like, which one do I want to do first? Let's always go for the light. Which one feels the lightest? That's what, yeah, that's what Martha Beck said. <laughs> oh my God. It's- <laughs> if she's not available, I will pitch hit for Oprah. Oprah will be very happy with me. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Your face just now for all the listeners, Jenna. Oh my God. I was like one of those cartoons where the eyes just bug out of the head. Yeah. You could have put two W's next to your mouth and be like, wow. (laughs) I've been reading this book about light and yeah, go for the light. Okay. Whichever one brings you the most joy. Okay. Go for the light and the joy. Yeah. 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 I think I need to open up my receiving hole about that. And know that you're worthy of it. Yes. Yes. That's the thing too. I journaled this morning. I said, what fear is wrapped up in, in my inability to make this decision? Mostly the fear of rejection. I think. Don't focus on the fear. Then you're churning in that hole. Wayne Dyer was saying the sun and the moon had one inkling of doubt and they wouldn't shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After I wrote down my fear, because it's important to be, okay, I see you over there. Now you've been heard. Then after I wrote down fear of rejection, then I wrote, but people are out there. They're waiting for you to make this offer. They're waiting for you to show up. Matter of fact, yeah. When you were doing that, when you, I got a download saying spirit wants you to do this. Otherwise you wouldn't be inspired to do it. What you're seeking is seeking you. If you're really inspired, I'm inspired now to be Oprah's spiritual advisor or somebody's mm-hmm. spiritual advisor. Universe didn't want me to be somebody's spiritual advisor. I wouldn't be inspired because I wouldn't be in spirit in that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I know there's a million things that we could want to do. And it seems so overwhelming because it's inside of us, but it to somebody else to just do it. Like just go for it. You're going to be able to do it. Wanting to fulfill my dream, realize my dream. And to somebody else, they could want to be an actress or open up a bakery, whatever anybody else has this dream to do. You were saying it's inside you realize that dream. At the same time, we were saying on a previous episode, you can't get there from here. We do need to massage our our spiritual muscles and our and minimize our, our inner critic and learn how to be in our power. That's true. It's a rigmarole of self-esteem and confidence and spirituality because you need to have faith and trust in yourself mm-hmm. to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. You can't have so bad self-esteem and then manifest stuff with bad self-esteem, I think. I mean, we do. It's not on that level. We're always manifesting because everything we have in our life is something that we've manifested, but we're not consciously manifesting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that's where the journey comes in. Working on yourself is not always comfortable, but... If we're enjoying the journey and thinking of it like a scientist, I wonder what happens if I do this. Really trying to train our brains for the Olympics of of realizing our dream. Yeah, exactly. You have to have faith in yourself to do that. 
Yes. You have to believe in yourself before anyone else is going to believe in you. Absolutely. As I'm on the spirituality train, I think spirituality, self-esteem run hand in hand. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's my download too recently. Getting over your inner critic is learning the magic to how to win the game. If you are constantly battling your inner critic every day, you're living your life with a parking brake on. Yeah. Not going to go very far. That that step one, because once I gave up my inner critic was a game changer. Now, step two is giving up complaining. Oh, sure. Negativity, any kind of negative thought that I I'm stopping myself all the time. There's an addiction, like a high or some something like that. Mm -hmm. We're invested in this negativity. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. These grooves run deep, right? Years of being like that. You think think we're addicted to complaining? Yeah. And blaming. Yeah. Have you seen the Jack Canfield successful life handbook or workbook or whatever it is, but chapter one is giving up blame. And he's like, don't even try to do the rest of this book. If you are not ready to give up blame. Yeah. Which kind of complaining is a version of blame in a way. Yeah, because it just, it sinks you into this negativity. I'm noticing as I don't want to go there and I'm stopping myself and I'm like, I'm half doing it right now. I'm like, well, they did something really dumb, but I'm not going to get into it. (laughs) (laughs) I still have to go there a little bit. I'm giving it up, but it's, there's an, the ego doesn't want you to. Your ego just doesn't want you to, because then it's like, you're killing me. What am I going to do? I will have no job if you stop complaining and blaming and criticizing other people. And what is the ego left to do? Yeah, exactly. Oh, geez. Killing the ego. That's so hard. But Jenna, I applaud you for doing that. Having the awareness and the intention, it is like a muscle. You got to build it up, right? I'm trying to meet new women friends and I'm going through a bunch of these ladies. I said to my friend, I'm trying them on like dresses. <laughs> I'm very conscious about who I'm letting into the energy space mm-hmm. and who I'm interacting with because I don't want to get sucked down a rabbit hole. Good. Yeah. They say that it's important to surround yourself with good energy. So that's part of it. That's great. It's like having sugar in your pantry and you're on a diet, right? You don't even want that temptation. It makes everything seem so much more, you know, fun and colorful to be like, Oh, you won't believe what, you know, she did. I can't believe she's wearing those pants. Michael Beckwith says it's ordinary. It's mediocre. It's not excellence. Okay. I want to strive for excellence. Energy is your currency. It's so important. Your energy It is your currency. I don't want to spend currency that's what spending money is. It's exchanging energy. I don't want to put that currency on something that's going to put me backwards. It's like trying to get ice cream out of an empty container. There's nothing there. That's what the medium said too. She was like, you're throwing good energy down a rat hole. That's the way she said it. Whoa. With all of my burning and churning and talking about certain things that are going on in my life. She goes, you're talking to too many people. <laughs> you know, got to get more in the doing and enough with the churning. Yeah. Yeah. The, the knowing comes in the doing. So how did that make you feel when you heard all these things? 
it was good to hear it, but the intuition already was like, yeah, told you. Kind of knew it all. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. That kind of helps you trust your intuition a little bit, right? Exactly. Exactly. And she knew what was going on with me in terms of my thoughts and in terms of not sleeping because there's an energy that, that, that everything's transparent. We are psychic. We read people's energy all the time. Some of this we take for granted. It's about getting to that next level mm-hmm. and willing to give certain things up to get other things. Yes. Yes. We are looking for our own good energy. We're looking to pollinate people with joy and light, right? Yeah. That's so- what we're doing at Soul Streaker. That's what we're doing. This is what we're doing. This is a really good lesson on how to bring more of what you want into your life. What are you willing to do to get it? For me to have excellence and an excellent life, I am willing to give up negativity and blame and all these stories. We did that episode about conviction with your fiction. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give up the story and let's see what happens. I don't need to label this one as this or that. This one's such a jerk. That whole story, just forget it. Mm -hmm. It's like spring cleaning out. We talk about that. Saving the things that are useful and and beneficial. Yes. My takeaway from your time with the medium is to trust your intuition. Yeah. You are already thinking these things and she confirmed them. So now you can listen with full attention and put these intuitive downloads to practice. Thank you. Spirit did say, and I will say the same for you because this is a download that I'm getting that spirit said that I have what it takes to let's say be a spiritual advisor or walk a spiritual path and give that as my gift. Mm -hmm. I feel that about you as well. That was a download that I was getting listening to you. You have what it takes. Thank you. You got this. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Cool. All right, Megan, thank you so much for coming. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. Thanks to our listeners for, for hanging with us. I am inspired people inspired when you're inspired, you're in spirit. (laughs) Have a happy day. I hope you're feeling inspired. That was amazing conversation. I feel so much closer to spirit and so much freer and so much more soul streaker. Thank you so much for listening to this. I want to give a shout out to anybody who feels like they're struggling right now in any way. Please check out my new course that I put online. I'll put the link in the show notes because you may be struggling, but I say it might be an opportunity for you that you may not see it that way. And this could really be the thing to change your mind and change your life. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Streaker Podcast. If you liked it, press that subscribe button, leave me a rating. And if you leave a comment, I'll mention you in the next episode. Please share this podcast with anybody you think might benefit from it. I'll be so grateful if you did. And don't forget to watch me on Lunchtime Live on Instagram at jenna.jake and check out my website, 
www.jennajake.com.